0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: We're about halfway through our two-hour contribution of the in total 50 hours here. You know, Sarah, Kramer, and myself. And uh, it's about time we hear from the man, right? Yeah. So I thought it was really funny last week after... I'm sure everybody learned about Bad Luck Chuck, the fan who released the video that said, okay, that's it. I'm leaving. I wish
2: I would have done that. Dude was hilarious. He, he got was, hooked up.
1: He got not 15 minutes of fame, but like I would say he got a week 30, out of it. 45 maybe. He got like
2: a week out of
1: it. He was on NFL. No, he was on, I don't know. He was on all the shows I think it was on, I think he's probably on. ESPN. And, and
2: yeah, probably Good Morning this Football. This morning,
1: but uh, a reporter... Asked Mahomes about, "Hey, did you hear about this guy who decided he had to take one for the team?" Yeah, and Mahomes came through with the jokes. He said, "Okay, clearly watch the game from home." (laughs) Um, So not only can the man, you know, tear it up on the field, but he can also be funny with his entertaining uh, post game pressers. But
2: I'd have told him to stay at home too.
1: I know, I thought that was funny when your
2: when your nickname is Bad Luck Chuck. Stay at home,
1: and he owned it. Man, he was just like, Here goes, dude. I'm taking one for the team. This is their only hope. I'm leaving Arrowhead. It was great great because, like,
2: he was like, Yeah, they're gonna come back now, and then they did,
1: and then they (laughs) crushed it, which was incredible. But it it was funny, I thought Mahomes' uh, reaction. Uh, But let's hear his reaction on tonight's victory that puts his team in the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Uh, Obviously, being able to do it at home being able to win the Lamar Hunt trophy here and uh, do it for the, the the fans and everybody like that was awesome. Uh, uh, we fell short last year and, w- and we learned from it and uh, we built every single day and, and, and now we have the chance to go to, to go to Miami and, and get the ultimate goal which is the Super Bowl. What's to say
4: about the about you know the team in general with you as a starting quarterback they are always a game. They've never lost game with a starting quarterback on board in seven points. What's to say to
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've been blessed to be in a great situation with a lot of great football players and coaches around me. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing is from day one, I've, I've been accepted to, to go out there and be who I am. And uh, the, my teammates, they, they've responded by being being great every single day. And so for me, I, like I said, I've been in, put in a great situation, and I just try to maximize it every single day.
4: So what
3: yeah, they're playing a, a kind of a version of two man with a or kind of a eleven double, I guess you would say, where they were kind of doubling with Tyreek and the speed and Kelsey, uh, obviously with the things he did last week. And so uh, when, when them playing like that, uh, they, they, the line kind of got them all put back in at the D linemen all kind of together in the line. So I I broke it. I was thinking about just running out of bounds, and as I got to the sideline, I realized that I could cut up, and I was running down the sideline. And I knew we had two timeouts, so I was like, I might as well try to cut it back. And so I cut it back, and luckily was able to hang on to the ball and get in the end zone. Did he tell you he wanted you to slide? No, he didn't. I mean, I think that's the best thing about playing with Coach Reed, playing for Coach Reed, is that he, he lets you be who you are. He lets you go out there and, and really play the way that you want to play, as long as it's uh, according to the guidelines of how to play the quarterback position. He lets you be who you are.
1: He lets you be who you are, and when you are as great as Mahomes, I think that is the best way to be, clearly. But I love this guy, you know? He's deflecting all the compliments, just saying that I'm just trying to maximize the situation that I've been put in with the strong teammates that I have, and this guy just, I mean, he just gets it, you know? Like, what a good leader to have on our side.
2: That, it was funny because one of the things, like, our, our uh, cohort here at, uh, at 610 Sports Radio, Therese Paler, mm-hmm. also uh, with Yahoo Sports as well, One of the things he's always talked about with Mahomes is Mahomes has that over my dead body attitude (laughs) with games like these, and it was like that in that Patriots game last year where they were down nine. Was it nine nothing? I think it was a seven nothing, and um, then he comes out in that second half, thirty one points, thirty one points, and just absolutely he puts them in a position where they, they. I mean, offensively they were very inept in that first half, and then the second half they looked like they just could not be stopped. And it was just so much fun watching him do do things like that in 2018, 2019 obviously he took a step back. But then we get to the playoffs. Down 24 nothing. Does all these amazing things. Seven straight touchdown drives. We get to this Titans game. Down 17 to 7. And next thing you know, 28 to 7, uh the you know, it throughout the uh, throughout the rest of the game and they end up winning this game in a uh, in just one of the the craziest fashions where he just looked like he was unstoppable in the last two games he just looks like he's unstoppable and i think the the moment i realized that this game was over that they 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 were winning was at the end of that second quarter
4: mm-hmm.
2: he made that run and i just remember he's and that's one of the things a lot of people underestimate his mo- is his mobility a lot of people do not understand that he is very mobile. He I ran a lot so when he was taken in college
1: by his arm. Yeah, you know, so that's where they look at first.
2: Yeah, and he's all and he's always looking to throw the ball more than he is to run. So teams don't really respect his ability as a runner. Though I think we did see in some situations last week that the Texans would have someone spying on him, but you know, they didn't mean a damn thing. And it was just really fun watching him watching him run last week and then this week he just has that amazing run and when he was running down that sideline i'm like oh he's just gonna duck out of bounds
1: everybody thought
2: he was going He's just gonna duck out of bounds you know 15 seconds on the clock okay he's gonna take a couple shots in the end zone see if he can score right oh no he cut back inside when he cut back inside i was so shocked by that i was like no what are you doing pat and then he gets hit and he spins out of it and the guy tries to strip the ball out. And I'm sitting there like, don't fumble, Pat. Don't fumble, Pat. You still got two timeouts, so you're fine. Don't fumble. And then he powers his way. Pulled off his greatest Derrick Henry impression and <laughs> just keeps churning his legs and gets into the end zone.
1: Yeah, that never said, no quit. No I'm quit. going. And I'm committed. I'm in.
2: Like, we all know that the, the guy has a crazy great arm and that he does amazing things throwing the football. But to see him go out there and put on a Lamar Jackson-type run where he just goes down the sideline, spin move, and then churns his leg into the legs into the end zone, that's not something I think anybody was expecting from him. And that's a play, especially if they win the Super Bowl. Right. That's a play that is going to go down as one of the legendary plays in, in playoff history for the NFL. That's going to be one of those plays that we're going to look at as, as, as football fans. And be like, that is really when he became the face of this league more so than a Brady or a Rodgers because we don't see guys do that very often no, in big it sets games him like apart. that.
1: Those twinkle toes right up the line. But, you know, those the skill sets that he showed, this physicality, that agility. But to me, also just the mentality. Like, I am going. No one's going to stop me. You're not going to stop me. I'm going to go. Um. Did you see Travis Kelsey hyping him up at all the interviews? He was. He popped into a couple, and was just like <laughs> the greatest quarterback, which yes. I love. I love. That's why I love this team. I think they have the relationships, and I think, um, you know, it translates well on the field. But we've had Nadell from Leavenworth on the line. We don't. We appreciate you hanging with us, sir. How
5: are you doing? Good, doing and you? Good. You know, man. You know, I'm. I, I'm still in shock. I'm still in shock. I've been. <laughs> I've been a fan. Jesus Christ! For thirty-five years now, man, you know I've been waiting for this day. I, I celebrated so hard afterwards that I didn't even bother watching the the NFC game. You know, <laughs> uh, nice. It's, it, you know, thirty-five years, all that energy pent up inside. Woo, baby! All right. You know, but um, let me let me you know let me give you a little little background. My my wife, I, I somehow convinced her to marry me from Boston. <laughs> She's a patri- Patriots fan, okay? That's rough. She, uh, God bless her. Love her to death. Gave me two boys, beautiful boys, but she's a jinx, right? So I, you know, for the past several games, I've been watching at home with my boys, breaking them into the, to the Chiefs kingdom. All right. You know? And it's been working. It's been winning. We've been, we've been winning, right? I, I trapped her. God is my witness. I trapped her in our bedroom because she's a jinx. I said, lady, you sit in the bedroom for three hours. I don't care what you do. <laughs> but lo and behold, she arranged a little play date for my boys with their friends today. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? The AFC championship, you're bringing some, some boys over? to my- Of all wow. days, I'll out, man. I'll, oh. I'll have a guy's day out. Well, we'll go out to KC or we'll, whatever. So I went out. I was nervous all day, guys. I was nervous because I broke tradition. I'm like, I'm, my God, am I going to jinx my chiefs? after 35 years you know i was on edge guys i was on edge and and, and, and let me tell you i i'm a 45 year old man i cried i literally cried no. and i'm proud to say that i cried that's right i've been waiting 35 years for this night do you hear me <laughs> yes. you hear me 35 years man and i cried because this is this is it this is what i've been waiting for we deserve it. man, I you know, back in the day the only highlight of my Chiefs games was a Duran Cherry interception. Okay? okay. I'm going old school on okay. you.
1: Okay, all right, Kevin
5: Ross, formal recovery. Oh okay? yeah, yeah. Bill Kenny was a quarterback. We used to get tickets on the upper level in Arrowhead and we freely went down to a lower level because it was so empty. That's when I was a Chiefs fan. <laughs>
1: Times have changed now,
5: Now you gotta spend two thousand dollars to get out of your cheesecake. But that's okay. That's okay, man. It's worth it. Now I am I'm just I'm I'm telling you, I'm so proud. I'm I'm just I'm 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 numb and it's not just the alcohol. I'm I'm numb. I'm in (laughs) shock. I'm 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 good. I'm I, I, I feel like I could
2: die happy now.
1: Wait, we got
2: one more game, oh, man. Two more we got one more way game. Wait two more weeks, Nadal. Do not die before then. Thanks for the call, Nadal. Do wait at least two more weeks before you do but anything. But you know like what, that. though,
6: that's
1: like how hype people are that we've gotten this <laughs> far. You know, we are here and we are happy about it. But come on, we got one more game, sir. We
2: got one more. I, I I put I tweeted this out probably three hours ago. I was it was it was like maybe two and a half hours ago. I was like. I will not buy any Chiefs special gear until they win a Super Bowl. I'm not buying your AFC champions shirt. not buying the hats. I'm not buying your, your special flags or whatever. I don't need any of that. No hoodies, nothing. Not until you win a championship. Whatever the, the, the commercial hits after the uh, the game is over in a couple weeks, and congratulations, Chiefs fans. Your team won Super Bowl 54. That's when I'm putting my order in on the championship hat and the championship shirt. That is it. I'm not I'm not spending a dime on any of these hats and T-shirts unless it says Super Bowl champion on it. I expect the most out of this franchise.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I came across a, I have a picture of myself with the Super Bowl trophy. I was like, do I post this today because we're going there? I was like, no, no, I will wait.
2: Just I will wait. Two you better wait on that. Pump two the brakes. Two more weeks. Like, I, this is what we can't be as fans. We cannot be just sad. Not, not you, Kramer. But we as fans cannot be satisfied with just going to the Super Bowl. We got to win the damn right. thing. Right. And,
1: I mean, everybody's saying that. You know, they're not just saying, hey, we just want to get there. They're saying, no, we have unfinished business. We are not done yet. Once we get there, the goal is to win the thing and bring the trophy home, which yeah. is. I mean, speak it into existence, or is it just we expect to go there and do this? Like, I appreciate the swag and the attitude they have right now and the momentum coming off of these past, these last two games in particular. It's a good thing.
2: Yeah, no, I I think very much, and this is something that they talked about all year long. Like, at the beginning of the year, if you watch, I think is episode two of the franchise. Clark Hunt is like, "We're our goal. Yes. Anything less than winning the AFC championship is a failure. Mm-hmm. And we expect to win the Super Bowl. And that, to me, is the mindset that you should have when you just lost the AFC Championship game the year before. That's the mindset you have. It's Super Bowl or bust. And to me, I am still holding them to that mindset, win the Super Bowl. That's the goal. That's what you play for every year. You are good enough to do it. So I'm not buying any hats, not buying any T-shirts, no hoodies, no flags, no plaques. Nothing. I am only doing that. You get a dime from me if you win the Super Bowl. You do that, now you get my money. Yeah, you cheap. I am cheap, but I, I will spend my money if 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 they make me earn it. If they if they earn it out there, and you know they they haven't quite finished the job yet. I'm I'm gonna pay them when they finish the job. That's that's how you. That's how I roll.
1: No, I know. I'm. I'm definitely. I don't want to jinx anything, but I'm definitely just. I just can't wait now. This is gonna be like the longest. I know we got the Pro Bowl. It's be the longest we got, two
2: weeks ever. It's gonna be. I'm gonna <laughs> go sim- by quick though. No, it's not. I feel like it will. I, don't think la- it will.
1: I feel like this last week drug on forever. The last
2: two days have been so long. Like yesterday, like I was over at the Legends just shopping and looking at all these different outlet stores, and you're seeing people in their chiefs gear you're seeing i went by liz and they had the chiefs hats in there and i'm just like man we still got 24 hours to this damn game and i'm just like please (laughs) hurry up get here because i'm ready to find out if my team is going to the super bowl or not these two weeks are going to be rough like we are going to be sitting here like can we just please hurry up and get to this game bleep the pro bowl we don't care about this game anyway
1: oh I, I like that's part of it to I don't me. not but, but it's honestly it's going to be such a different feeling because i used to look forward to that and just you know we would watch our players they we'd would, have chiefs yeah. players in the pro bowl for the past five years yeah. we'd we'll have at least five to Alex seven Smith i would say
2: throw the football off of people's helmets
1: and kelsey's fun out there and i mean eric berry would be there you know jamal charles i'm going back a few days now, or years now but we always had representation we always had somebody there i think up and I think 2009 was the last time we did not have a player play. Yeah, But we did have a cheerleader. Shout out to our cheerleader. Her name is Jaren. She went in 2009. Only person aside from Casey Wolf that went. But the Pro Bowl, I feel like, is part of the buildup to the Super Bowl. So this year it's going to be different because we're not going to watch our guys there. We're not going to watch Andy Reid there. I'm happy. I'm thrilled. (laughs) I'm happy. But
2: it's still like, part I don't want of, my players to be in this damn game.
1: It's still part of something, you know, like, it's just the season. Okay, it's like approaching a week out of Super Bowl Sunday. Like, it's just part of what you do. It's tradition. But it's going to be very cool this year to not watch our guys there, for sure.
2: Yeah, I, I will be very happy that there is no red and gold playing in that game next Sunday.
1: <laughs> I just realized it's all red and gold in the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, it's red and gold versus red and gold
1: looking at that this rerun right here. yeah another showing
2: <laughs> replays from the the chiefs niners matchup from last year where Mahomes made that sick ass throw where he juked the whole defensive line and then threw it to chris conley in the back of the end zone
1: we got all the red and gold in the upcoming super bowl obviously but before we get there we've got a lot to cover so when we come back we're going to hear from clark hunt himself we're back it's six ten sports radio 50 hours of chiefs coverage and we've heard from multiple players. Uh, we've heard from multiple fans. So please keep the calls coming. Uh, we want to enjoy this night with you as well. It's a big night here in the kingdom.
2: Yes, it is. Uh, it is definitely. It, is, it. We are. I mean, it is certainly a long night for me. Um, <laughs> you know, I've been up since like six in the morning because I was just like I woke up at six like, yeah, I'm not going back to sleep. I mean, and, it's get,
1: when you wake up on game day, like yeah. you're up. Like, I was it's feeling game
2: it. Day. I was feeling it. Like I was, it felt like game day for me.
1: And I loved it going through the city today. I did, I work out down the crossroads and was just bouncing around. Like I was seeing Chiefs fans everywhere. I saw a lot of Titans fans. Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of people lot flew blue. in.
2: A lot of people flew in from Nashville.
1: And I love that. I think that just like grows the anticipation. And I just think that's a fun environment. I hope that the Tennessee fans that came through Kansas City enjoyed it. I hope um, they got
2: treated like garbage.
1: No, I
2: hope they got treated like garbage. You know they did. They did right. too. You know they, did. they did too, and I hope right I hope they got they, they made were made to feel awful for all the terrible things that they were saying about this Chiefs defense. That Derrick Henry's going to do all this bleep, and he didn't do none of that bleep. Like I hope they got treated like garbage.
1: I hope in the city prior to the game. They could appreciate what Kansas City has become. I over hope the they past
2: hate our five- city after No. Them. I after hope the- they hate our city and come I hope on, they don't bro. come back. Just
3: imagine no. their walk through the parking lot into Area oh, yeah. City. Yeah, no, yeah. From, from experience for myself walking through there, yeah.
2: Oh, and think about the walk of shame you had to make after the Afterward, game.
1: Afterward, I have no empathy, like no sympathy. Like, okay, bye, get yeah, out.
2: Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure you came, and you laughing, saw, and
1: we conquered you. So get pointing out. Pointing and how laughing,
2: and somebody got some like, people got some stuff thrown at them. Like they I'm probably left too. around the fourth quarter. You know they already left. Oh early. yeah, thirty five I'd have skedaddled out of that. Speaking
1: of though, I was so proud and so happy that the fa- that the stands did not empty, that they stayed for the ceremony. Oh yeah, I was so happy because it was cold, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but they stayed there.
2: I tweeted this out this morning because me and my girlfriend went to work out uh, at her. Back mom. in the gym. Yeah. I not know yeah. if Sarah was back
1: in yeah, the gym. Yeah,
2: and then we walked over to the fitness center at our apartment mm-hmm. complex, and we walked back, and it was like in the teens. Yeah,
1: it was very And I was like, terrible. I remember
2: when I was a teenager, I wanted to play in the NFL. And, like, this is the reason why I don't play in the NFL because <laughs> I can't imagine hitting anybody in this weather. And I was just like, man, like, think about how much it hurts to have to hit a 6'3 250 pounds man. That's coming in at you quick. This weather. <laughs> yeah. I mean just like I and you know I was like I'd never want to tackle anybody in this weather and I'd <laughs> never want to be tackled in this weather cuz it had to hurt. So I I certainly was not envious of any of those players that were out there on that field and I wasn't envious of any of those fans that were at that game cuz they had uh, to be I freezing was. their ass off. I was I glad I was in the, the comfort of the living room being able to watch that game.
1: I was happy to be with my mother watching the game. I was not happy to see all my friends posting their photos and everybody, like, reliving their moments there. I was very jealous. I had some envy there. I would have been there in a second if I could have.
2: No. Nah, I mean, <laughs> if I was in the press box, maybe. But even then, like, you know, they were like – it was like three hours. Like, the 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 Chiefs had extra press conferences afterwards, so guys just kept coming up to the podium and whatnot. It was hell along for the post game festivities. It's a big
1: thing; you got to celebrate.
2: Oh yeah, no, I'd have been. I'm, I'm glad I watched it from home. Uh, <laughs> it was... I wish
1: I was there. But we do have some really good sound for you from Clark Hunt. We want to let you hear what he had to say. He was so proud. I think this was an emotional day, an evening for the Hunt family. But I thought he did a really good job of explaining that. Let's hear from Clark Hunt.
7: Well, obviously, this is a very special day for our family and the entire organization. Uh, we were thrilled to host the AFC Championship. Game last year, and as Andy said, we came up four inches short. The job that the franchise did, the team did, the coaches did in terms of getting back to this game and getting the hosted Arrowhead, uh, I thought was tremendous. And uh, obviously, we we're very, very emotional, very, very excited to win the trophy that has my dad's name on it and have an opportunity to head to Miami for Super Bowl 54. So I know In those dark times, were there times when you said, I, I, I don't know if we're going to get there? Look, anytime you're having a tough season, it, it's hard to envision uh, playing in the Super Bowl. Um, but things changed for us seven years ago when we were lucky enough uh, to lure Andy Reid and his wife Tammy to Kansas City. And uh, it's been a building process since then. Uh, he came in uh, day one. Uh, we started winning games. We reeled off nine straight wins. Uh, for the start of the Andy Reid uh, tenure here in Kansas City. Um, got us to the championship game last year, and um, you know we really felt going into the season that we had a great opportunity to get back, and, and he did it, and really the credit goes to Andy, his coaching staff, um, <clears throat> our entire football operations department, and also Mark Donovan, our president, and, and his great staff. Uh, those three groups really work well together, and we're fortunate not every NFL team is like that. Uh, but we've got three great leaders uh, running our franchise, and the three of them really deserve the credit for giving us here today. message to Chiefs fans, who some have been waiting their whole lives this moment? I think my message would be that the, the journey is a big part of it. Um, we're going to celebrate tonight, and it's going to be uh, tremendous. But uh, it wouldn't be what it is without the hardship, without all the hard work that went into getting us here. Yeah, fifty years is too long. Uh but but we're going to Miami. We've got a chance to win another Super Bowl. And uh I hope to see as many of those Chiefs fans in Miami as possible.
1: I wish I would be in Miami. I got a suitcase. If anybody is uh in need of a a friend to come with you, I'm I'm there. I will take one for the team and I will I will make the trip. Let God, me this know. Weather. Yeah.
2: This weather I'm gonna be so pissed watching all these people in their t-shirts. Oh stop at this damn doing media at this damn game while we're freezing our ass off in the teens and 20s <laughs> we're getting snow showers from Thursday from Wednesday to Friday and we got to yeah, we got to deal with that while these guys are 70s and sunny in January yeah, no, I'm I'm certainly not. Uh,
1: Dude, your team's going to the Super Bowl. Quit being grumpy about it. The weather is the weather. We're going to the, the Super, the Super Bowl.
2: Bowl. Doesn't make it warm here in Kansas. It City. makes
1: everything fine. And shout out to Leo, who's at work tonight, and appreciation. He's appreciating the extra Chiefs coverage. We appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. And uh, um,
2: don't change the channel because uh, we are going to be on. We, not us. <laughs> but no, we're going to have coverage of this game the rest of the night into tomorrow. And then all through that night is all through Monday night as well into Tuesday. So make sure you keep it here locked on 610 Sports Radio as we have, as we have 50 straight hours of local coverage talking about some. Chiefs football here. pretty great Chiefs football and it was it was really great listening to Clark Hunt talk about the importance of bringing the Lamar Hunt trophy here to Kansas City because that was I mean to me if I were in his shoes I would be a little embarrassed not having not you know being the the de facto owner of a franchise that had not won the trophy that his father was named after right I mean mean, it was that was named after his father Um, Like that to me would be embarrassing. And I know that uh, that Clark is he was so determined to make sure that he could bring, you know, build, you know, bring that namesake trophy back to Kansas City, that he could bring the, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs back up to being one of the prominent franchises in the AFC that he went out and he spared no expense to try to get the very best executives. Mm-hmm. Cause when he got Scott Pioli here, Pioli was at the time one of the best executives you could find. Mm-hmm. He just didn't pan out.
1: Yeah, and a lot of he, people didn't he, understand the transition yeah. of Pioli yeah. on the way out was a big move. And it was a huge that move. Clark Hunt was willing to make mm-hmm. financially and just to do it in general. And I I think I mean, we remember those days where the banners were flying above Arrowhead saying, get Pioli out.
2: Yes. People were, you know, yeah, people were doing the canned Pioli drives. Like, like there was a lot of bad blood there in 2012. And I remember when we all knew that Andy Reid was going to get fired by Philly.
1: It was that year that, what, eight or nine coaches were?
2: Just so many coaches getting (laughs) fired. And I just remember sitting there, and um, I was just like, you – have to get Andy Reid here. You have to do it, Clark. Like you got to get rid of Romeo Cornell. You have to also get rid of Scott Pioli.
1: And that did not. It was and he not want to do move, that. Right. He was. He it was, was an very investment, em- and, and yeah, the team was known for not necessarily making those financial investments. Yeah,
2: he was very emotionally invested too in Pioli because Pioli was his guy. Yeah, that was his hire as the GM, and. He admitted, yeah, this is not going to work. He brought in Andy Reid, spared no expense to get him, did everything he could to make Kansas City feel like home for Andy Reid. And he did it so much that Andy did not leave here. He decided, no, he brought I'm not people
1: here. Yeah. You know, I'm he not
2: going his. to San Diego. I'm not going to Arizona. I'm going to go to Kansas City and I'm going to stay. And he made sure that he was felt at home and he was able to build – a kind of loyalty in Andy that made Andy want to go out there and do everything he could to win for this franchise, to win for the for the Hunt family and to win for us. And I got to give a lot of a lot of credit to this Super Bowl birth to Clark Hunt because Clark Hunt did a lot of work to change the culture of this team and when he knew it wasn't working, he made changes that were big and certainly were not cheap. And I got a lot of respect for him for that because He did a lot of things that a lot of executives, a lot of owners, would not want to do. We've seen a lot of owners get in the way of their team's success. Jerry Jones, Jimmy Haslam, Dan Snyder. But you look at him, he's certainly not going to accept mediocrity. He's not going to make excuses for his general managers. He's going to go out there and he's going to try to make sure he fields the best guys, the best executives, and best coaches. And it's paid off now.
1: He shared a story about being at Super Bowl 50 with his mother, Norma Hunt. Mm -hmm. And he said Norma Hunt leaned over to him and said, Clark, it sure would be nice. You know, it's really great to be here at Super Bowl 50 and to be at a person who has been at all 50 Super Bowls. It's sure a cool experience, but, man, it sure would be nice if my team was here as well. Well, (laughs) I think uh... he got some motivation from his mom there. Yes,
2: and it was really (laughs) great to see the uh, – them being able to hoist that trophy up on that stage like that. That's cool. Like, that was a great moment for me as a Chiefs fan, and it's great that we are now in a position to go out there and get the franchise a second Lombardi trophy.
1: It's happening. It is pretty cool. Should we hear? It looks like we have Steve on the line. Yeah. Steve has been hanging with us. We want to hear what you have to say. Steve, what's going on?
0: Gotcha. Hey, yeah, uh, you guys got Kramer doing the show tonight. Now, you do know us Kramer, a.k.a. Cream Dog, don't you? <laughs> no, we know. We know. We know. tried to take Bickley? his nickname
2: away this morning but you that's can't the, take away his nickname
0: that's the former name cream dog because governor bink took it away over some zero candy bars yep. i won't get into it all but i'm gonna call uh bink tomorrow night so don't worry brother we're gonna <laughs> get the cream dog back in the dog we're and we're all gonna be uh hoisting <laughs> that cream dog flag up high again Yo, i appreciate you hey um also the chiefs here uh also former people what about that former running back known as derrick henry he's gonna come in here and roll former. us up like roly polies well look what happened to him the defense put it on him and blew his motor i think it's so sputtering on the field yet
1: <laughs> it might be we might have to check it out uh, yeah. steve i love it you call in you <laughs> you remind us about crame dog you're talking some stuff about henry but just how excited are you i mean we're the chiefs are actually going to the super bowl how yeah. you feeling
0: I've been doing this for 36 years, these guys, and I, it's the first time a complete uh, Chiefs football showed up as a team. Nice. It was usually either the, the defense, offense, uh, we never together, or we had quarterback controversies, or I hate to say it, a bad kicker. So we all know who that <laughs> is. I don't want to dig up in the past, but we all know who that is. But I'll tell you what, then the, can, the, the Titans tried to do the, 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 uh, uh, the passes. That didn't work. Then the quarterback tried to run, they rolled him up again, too. They just crushed it. And I called in on the last show, but you know what the Chiefs are doing? They just spot these guys a few uh, uh, touchdowns to make it look good, and they come back and take care of business, don't they?
1: Yeah, they sure did, didn't they? Twice, uh, two weeks in a row, huh? Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, it's amazing. I'll, I'll get off the phone, but you know what?
1: <laughs> Chiefs, baby! That's right, Steve. Thanks for calling <laughs> Thanks in. Thanks for and the call, sh- Steve. And sharing your love <laughs> for Dog. We will remind it's we will remember it's Kramer's. I told dogs.
2: Bink this when we were in the uh when we were in the um in the in the newsroom there. I was like, You can't take away Kramer's nickname. Had Why that did he nickname. try?
1: Did he give you the name? No, like, he had no he can't take the name. I've had this man. since
2: high school. Yeah, you can't take away a nickname it's you Binkley, didn't create. That's It's Binkley, Bink. Binkley no, does what Bink, Binkley wants. Bink's trying to take owners you can't take ownership of a nickname you didn't create.
1: Yeah, I, I will say that's
3: tough.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I told him I was like, That that's a little that's a little extra, Binkley. You can't do that. You gotta you seriously just tell Big League, like, you can't take away my nickname. It's I, my I nickname. Usually when he talks about that, I just go to break. Yeah, no. Just come <laughs> yeah, out. Off. Just like, you can't come take out. away my nickname. That's my nickname. That That's just what it, that it It is what it is. Like, you just can't take that nickname away.
1: But well, thank you, Steve, for sharing uh, your excitement for the Chiefs and your love for Creme Dog. We appreciate that. <laughs> when we get back, uh, we have some some good news. Uh, we'll get to hear from beach on uh, how he thinks things are going uh, after tonight and then obviously moving to the Super Bowl. Your Chiefs post-game coverage continues. It's Jillian Unocero and Crame Dog, not Kramer. Crame Dog is in the booth with us. We got that.
3: It's a, we got that all figured out now, we don't we? We got me.
1: that right. <laughs> uh, so many people to celebrate tonight after tonight's win. So many people um, to just you know, kind of shout out. Uh, but Brett Veach came to the organization uh, 2017.
2: Well, he got he got promoted he was a uh, he was a uh, right, right, right. top of the uh, he was i think it was he was an assistant and i think he was in charge of scouting Scouting, yeah and so he was very much an important piece as far as getting mahomes here to Kansas he City he did he was the one that brought he led that he he was the one that brought mahomes to Andy Reid mm-hmm. brought mahomes over to that entire front office like this is the guy right here and you know John Dorsey he, he was like yeah John this is the guy right here so, he right now is taking a victory lap with this whole Mahomes thing and with, like, guys like Tano Passagno and Derek Nottie. Like, Tano Passagno, two sacks uh, this afternoon. I mean, this was a guy that I remember when when he got drafted, I remember Bink just, he, he flipped out. He's like, what are they doing? They're drafting all these guys for the future and not this year. And so, I know that it was a, it was a very big-time moment for Brett Veach when – Passing yo at a big game,
1: and a lot of people had something to say about it too.
2: Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of people had something to say about it, and each feeling himself earlier this in, in, this afternoon after the game. He this was a vindication moment for him <laughs> watching this team get to the Super Bowl.
6: No, it's 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 awesome, it's unbelievable. I mean, we still have one more game to go, and um, but I mean, I just. From top down, from Clark to, to Mark to Andy, I mean, they just done a great job, and I mean, you just can't can't say enough about these players and the effort. And you know, we we had some ups and downs this year, but you know, we never never gave up hope, and you know, we knew we had a great roster, and you know, we knew that if um, if we got healthy enough, that um, we were the team to be, and I think it showed tonight. You. I've been with Andy for a while now. How important is this to him to get him back here? I mean, it's everything. I mean, he's given not just me but so many people an opportunity in this league. And, you know, back when I first started out, um, he believed in me, and and it motivates me to – bust my tail every day and and, kind of emulate his work ethic and uh, it would mean the world and and that's why we know we're not done yet. we got one more game to go. Which which move are you most proud of? Like you look back and go, man, that's the one that put us over the top for this year. (laughs) I mean, listen, I mean, all these guys, I mean, to single out one guy would would be a disservice to everybody else because all these guys bust their tail, but, you know, uh, me and my personnel staff, uh, you know, we take great pride in what we do and, and we watch a lot of tape and some of these small signings people think aren't a big deal, but to us they are and um, it is a battle of attrition, and you know you gotta you gotta have enough bodies out there um, to make it a full season. So I would say, really, everybody that that you know me and my staff um, put the time and effort t- to bring here, they all they all you know pay their dues. For Take sure. me through your day. What was it like for you personally all day? Well, you know I don't like getting in this trend where you know the Houston game we started off slow, and then this game we were down I guess ten nothing, but. We got a great roster. We got a great team. We have got a great coaching staff. Great ownership. So, um, yeah, we're really tough to beat. So it's just a matter of, of um, you know, getting the ball in Pat's hands and letting him do what he does. But for you personally, how 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 like what's the day like for for the GM watching all this go down? Well, I mean, it's 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 nerve wracking. It's you know the I felt that last quarter took about three hours, but um, I mean it's all worth it in the end. I mean and and to see Clark hold that trophy up. Um, with his father's name on him, he meant the world to me. And, and um, But like I said, we're not done yet. we got one more game to go. All right, Brad, thanks, man. Yep.
1: So didn't exactly walk us through our day <laughs> as Fesco was trying to get out the of him. The Chiefs are
2: very secretive about a lot of things, um, including what they do during their day yeah. leading up to the championship wanted, game.
1: wanted to keep that under wraps. But certainly, you know, he shared some emotion there. He was a nerve-wracking game. Any game day is going to be emotional. Um, but oh, yeah. Brett Veach, uh, pretty proud about, he said, all the signings. um, Didn't single out one in particular. Uh, (laughs) I mean, we know what he's
2: talking about. I mean, he he has made some really great moves. I I did not like the Frank Clark acquisition from a cost standpoint. Like, I, I criticized it pretty heavily for the cost that they spent to get Frank Clark. But I figured that Frank Clark as a player would be good. It was just a matter of, is he ever going to be worth the amount that you spend on him? And mm-hmm. I I was like, unless you win multiple Super Bowls, I don't know if he's ever going to live up to the value that you spent to get him and keep him. So that was one of the things I criticized. But that's the reason why he gets paid to do it, and I don't. exactly. And then the the Tyron Matthew move was so huge. Um, came close to getting Earl Thomas as well, but... You know, we didn't really quite need Earl Thomas when you got a young gun and Juan Thornhill out there playing for for most of the season. He was amazing as a rookie. So, I just think this organization with Brett Veach has done so many great things about maximizing their picks, and they got good play out of – I mean, Mike Pinnell just out of nowhere becomes a really good run-stuffing defensive tackle. You had Derek Nadi out there, who's anchor in the middle of that defensive line, as a run stopper as well. And they just they've just found ways to get uh, some sort of uh, pressure with guys. Tono Passenio's a guy that was a major project guy, drafted in the second round in 2017, and then all of a sudden he he has a big breakout game, very quietly because it wasn't his, you know, it wasn't Frank Clark, but very quietly two sacks in the game. A lot of pressures in that game, and he's been one of the better defensive ends this team has had this year. Mm-hmm. Like Pinell deserves to, I'm not Pinell, but uh, Veach deserves to take this victory lap, thus far, you know, that he's taking right now, because <laughs> there's a lot of question marks that we had that, that us here in the media criticized for the, you know, moves that he had made in the draft and free agency. And I think he's he's pretty much shown us that he knows what the hell he's doing. And certainly he's starting to get s- not quite there. But he's starting to get a little bit of that Dayton Moore level of trust from us fans because we know now, Okay, maybe this is not a move that you would conventionally make, but we've seen it work out before for you. So we'll trust your judgment for now, Mm
1: -hmm. which is a good thing. Moving forward, uh, we are continuing our coverage and our next phone call comes from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Robert, how's it going, man?
4: Technically, I'm not in Grand Rapids <laughs> right now. I'm on my way home.
1: Ah, uh, you're killing me, Robert. I just said you were in Grand Rapids. You got me lying on air.
4: No, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> just a miscommunication. I got about a 12-hour drive on the way home. Oh wow! Wow.
5: You're you're dedicated.
1: I, and you're headed I, home from Kansas City.
4: From Kansas City, I I went to the game. Yeah. I, I usually come out for at least one or two games every year. I'd be a season ticket holder if I lived here. Okay. Um. You know, I, and I told. Uh, I told. Uh, uh, the guy that answered the phone. Kramer I'm, I'm, I'm dog. Kramer dog. Yep. I'm not familiar with you guys. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um the Lions are the reason why I am a Chiefs fan. <laughs> they Whoa. suck. They suck. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you know, the Chiefs were always my favorite or my my number 2 and when I was at a playoff game where the Uh, Fire through a last minute touchdown to beat the Lions, and it just I couldn't take it anymore. (laughs) And then Marty came along, and I decided, you know, it's time to make the switch. Okay, Lions are still my second favorite team, but I hate them. (laughs) And I tell you what, I take a lot of grief for being a Chiefs fan in Michigan, even though the Lions are a bunch of idiots.
2: Good for you, man.
4: (laughs) I've been bleeding for these guys for what now 30 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I I wish I could go to the Super Bowl and watch, but I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a party in all parties when I get back home.
1: Very <laughs> good. What do you think about the Lions Chiefs matchup over at Wembley Stadium in London I, a couple years back? I-
4: yeah, you're you're talking the game they played earlier in the season? No, oh, when they played a few years they ago went in in London. London.
2: They did play yeah, they did have that game at, at yeah, Ford they, Field earlier yeah, this year. They played at
4: Ford Field this year and it was a nail biter. They was. played a little sloppy <laughs> early on and uh-huh. man, if they would have lost to the Lions, I would have never hurt the end of that either. So. <laughs> but you know that that's the difference between the Chiefs and the Lions. Even though the Chiefs are a little bit have been a little bit snake bit in the past, you expect them to at least compete and to win. The Lions, you go in every game, and you just believe they're going to find a way to lose oh, every man. single time. Well, hey, how so, was your
1: game day experience today at Arrowhead?
4: Arrowhead is my Disneyland. Oh, I love that. I, I love that place. I love that place. I like I said, I'd be a season ticket holder if I lived here, but I can't handle the drive. It's I couldn't now. handle the drive eight days, eight, eight games out of the year. So I come when I can, and I had, to, I had to be at this one because as far as I'm concerned, it was history. I was at the game last year. They lost to the Patriots, oh, yeah. and that kind of ripped my guts out. But I uh, I had a little more confidence this year because they seem to have a more balanced team. Mahomes is definitely coming in, into his own. He didn't have a spectacular year compared to last year, but he's a superstar for sure on the level of somebody that's a Hall of Famer like. Uh, Montana and Favre and all those guys. If he stays healthy and he stays in the league long enough, we got ourselves a dynasty just like the Patriots. If we keep it together,
1: sounds good and to I, me, man.
4: I can't wait to I can't wait to watch Super Bowl. Uh, the 49ers are going to be tough, yeah. But you know what? We're we're there. That's all that matters right now.
1: Yeah, Steve, appreciate your call and drive safe back Robert. to
4: Robert. Rob Robert, Robert. Thanks for the call. Thanks
1: for the call, man. <laughs> drive safe. We really appreciate you calling in dang
2: (laughs) love our chiefs
1: fans love it love them for calling in and and being dedicated enough to make the drive eight hours yes dang all right when we come back we're going to do a quick preview of the super bowl with chiefs and the 49ers we're back in for our last segment of our portion of the 50 hours of extended chiefs coverage and we can't can't call it a night without doing a little quick preview yeah. of the actual Super Bowl that the Chiefs will be playing in. Yeah.
2: Chiefs, in, in 49ers. a
1: couple short weeks here.
2: Yep. Two weeks. It'll be a very long day because you know that uh, I think the game usually starts just after five.
1: Ish. Yeah. And
2: then they just start. I mean, it, it'll, that coverage will probably go for like five, six hours. So, <laughs> and I, I would imagine that we might be doing something similar to this in a couple weeks. So, we'll see. We'll, uh, pretty, pretty posted. sweet. posted. I would be down cool. to do another couple hours here late at night as we uh, talk uh, Chiefs World Championship. I'd be all for that. But. All
1: for it. And the fans seem to be, I mean, again, the, the phone lines yeah. and the text line have been blowing up. So yeah. we appreciate the opportunity to um, celebrate with the yeah. fans. So, so uh,
2: what are you thinking Super Bowl-wise?
1: I'm thinking we are on this high this momentum but it's not just that. I feel as if the team has figured it out. It has been complete games minus maybe the first quarter of each game. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um all three systems together offense, defense, special teams um the storyline is there. I think this team is destined to claim the Super Bowl that you know.
2: Yeah. I I think I think Chiefs win Jimmy Garoppolo through Eight passes today. Six of eight for 77 yards. That ain't beating the Chiefs. Your you're running back ran for 220. That I don't think that happens, especially after what we saw with Derrick Henry. So, Chiefs, I think, take home the chip. We'll talk about this more next Saturday. Uh, this this coming Saturday on overtime with Julian and Chris three to five here on Sixteen Sports Radio.
1: But don't go anywhere; the fifty hours continues. John and Rocco are up next. All right, we're going to the Super Bowl. Let's go.
2: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty
3: five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here.
2: Only at T Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. <laughs>